going, uh, we're going to be doing two sort of series uh, at the same time. One on wholehearted living, which Jamie started last week, and then we're going to do one on uh, Hebrews chapter 11, which is the great chapter on faith. Uh, and, uh, and we're going to be looking at some of the characters uh, that are mentioned in Hebrews 11. And if you haven't read it, please do in the next uh, few weeks, just read through uh, Hebrews chapter 11. And uh, you'll see a number of characters that are listed. And what is distinctive, or what the Bible picks out about them, is, is obviously is their faith. And so we're going to have individuals looking at their lives and why uh, they're singled out, if you like. And you've got some interesting characters in there. Some, you know, if I was putting a list together, I wouldn't have chosen some of those as people that uh, we look up to. Some of their lives weren't quite right uh, in the way they behaved. And yet the Bible sort of doesn't quite overlook it, but actually say, you know, what, what really mattered to God was their faith. And this pleased God, and this, this delighted God, and that's why they're included. And so we'll, we'll, we'll be seeing that. Um, so I'm just going to kick off this week in, uh, by reading or looking at the first few verses. I'm not going to look at a character, I'm just going to look at the subject of, of faith. So we will be here for the next sort of seven or eight hours going through faith. Because the Bible's got a lot to say about it. Um, yeah, well, we're not. Uh, I'm going to just try and capture just some snippets of, of this. Okay, so we're just going to read the first six verses of uh, Hebrews chapter 11. If you've got your Bibles, please read them. It should perhaps come up on the screen as well. Now it says there, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. The ancients are people in the Old Testament and the lists that, that will be there in the rest of the, uh, the chapter. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith, Abel offered a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as a righteous man when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith he still speaks even though he is dead. And by faith Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because everyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Okay. Now, faith is spoken about throughout the Bible, um, and it is fundamental to who we are. Peter says that our faith is of greater worth than God. So Peter says that. John, in, in 1 John 5, says, this is the victory that overcomes our the world, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So the faith is more precious than gold, and it overcomes the world. And Paul, obviously, in Ephesians, talks about faith that saves us. We are saved through faith alone, not by works that anyone should boast. So faith, then, is absolutely fundamental to us, who we are. It's, it's, it's the bedrock of our lives. It's precious. 
it's victorious and it saves us. Uh, and so it's so important we understand and we can look into what this faith is and how, it, how we should be living and working by faith. And so this is, this is why really we're looking at this passage. So, now faith can be looked at on, if you like, on different levels. The first sort of entry level of faith is, uh, and it's mentioned in these verses, is about simple faith in God. Believing that God exists. Um, so, uh, so, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. God, to us, is invisible. The Bible says that many times. And so, the first element of faith is to believe in God. To believe he exists. And that's what verse 6 says. That is, and without faith it is possible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. Amen. So that's the first element on the first sort of entry level of, of faith, to believe that God exists. Now I'm assuming that most of you here are here because you believe God exists. At least I hope that's the case. Uh, if it's not, that's great. I'm glad you're here anyway. Because hope that by on the time of worship and by hearing what we have to say and by hearing us, you might actually start believing actually there is a God and God does exist and God does love you. And that's what our hope is, that anybody who comes in here not sure will go away sure. Amen. Amen. Now, it's true that in the UK at the moment, 52% of adults believe in a God or a higher power. 52%. Not huge numbers, but it's more than half. Still believe in God. Now, in America, that's over 90%. Yeah. So that's the entry level. Now, it's not surprising that sometimes America sees greater things than us because the level of faith there is greater. Yeah. And this is one of the elements that we'll look at through this series is that faith results in stuff happening. God loves faith, and he sees faith, he responds to faith. And so, it's not surprising that where faith is low, either in a church or in a nation, we tend to see less happening. But as faith rises, Amen. as we start looking at God, we start seeing him, so much more happens. Because God loves faith, he responds to faith. And so that's why faith is so important. Now the Bible says that everybody in the whole world can have this entry level of faith, simply by what's around them. So in Romans 1.19 says this, what may, be made, what may be known about God is plain, because God has made it plain. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood by what has been made, so that men are without excuse. So what God has put into this world is enough evidence through what is seen through the creation Amen. so that people can look and say, there's a God. Amen. Hallelujah. And no one can look at this and, and no one will get to heaven and say, well, I didn't know. Right. Oh, that's not fair. Amen. You didn't show me. And God says, well, actually, there's enough there. The Bible makes it clear that if you open your eyes and look around you, the only logical conclusion is, someone's made this. And 
And you know, people blind themselves and they shut themselves off and they convince themselves uh, by you know that it all happened by chance and we're here. You know, now there's no superpower; it's just something that's happened. Um, and and, and that, that's their choice; they can blind themselves to that. But the Bible clearly says that there's enough in this world to demonstrate that God exists. And, uh, you know, in Plumstead, you can see it. We were very fortunate this week to be able to go to visit some friends in Cornwall. And uh, just seeing the glory of the creation down there, it's very easy, in in my view, to believe in a creator that creates so wonderful things. And, uh, you know, we can see it in the... Every, everyday life of, of Plumstead. And the walks, uh, yeah, and the walks. And the walks, yeah, the walks we do as men, as men's walks, yeah. Uh, but there's enough here, even in Plumstead, on the common, it's just a beautiful nature of, uh, and, and of course, in, in the amazing things that God has made in us, amazing creatures, uh, we display the glory of God just by who, you know, our, who we are, just by people. And so, and so th- this exists in creation. But then the next level of faith is, is what it says in verse 6, is that actually that there is a reward if we seek this God that is revealed in creation. And, uh, and so, and so it, this understanding that God exists should then stir in our hearts, well, if he exists, then I, I need to to try and find out about him. I, I, I need to come to, I need to understand more. I, I need to, is, can he be known? Can, can he, uh, you know, is, is, what's, what, what's he like? And so, and so, and so what, what stirs in our hearts is this desire to find out what God is like. Now, my, my wife uh, had this very experience. Now, I grew up in a, in a Christian home, um, and I thank God for that. But there was no sense in which, I, right from the year ago, the, the, the God existing and real and, and loves us and stuff was just put into me. And I thank God for that. Now that's not true of my wife. She grew up in a completely non-Christian environment. And yet something in her, as she grew up, said, this, there seems to be something that, I, I, that... She went through this whole process. I believe... That there's a God, I think there must be. I, you know, I, what I see, what I sense. And so when she was 16 or 17, she said, I've got to find out for myself. Amen. And so she went to her local church. Now, <laughs> this is the grace of God. That local church, um, I've been once. I'm not, I'm not sure the vicar was, knew God himself, to be honest. Uh, you know, he, 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 he spoke, and it was very, very nice you know, pleasant thing. But she went there a few times, and, and uh, he didn't apparently use the Bible very much. Uh, and, yet, and yet something in her was saying, oh, there must be more, I, I'm, you know. And through that, God led her to himself. Because what burst in her was an earnest seeking after God. And do you know what? If that's there, if there's an earnest seeking after God, it doesn't matter where you go, you'll find him. Because that's the promise of the word of God. He rewards those who earnestly seek him. However you do it, wherever you are. And it's true uh, that in, in, you know, in Muslim countries where the, the gospel isn't preached, when there is a, a recognition that there is a God and a desire, so God reveals himself. And there are testimonies of, of God coming in dreams and visions uh, and so on to, to people who have no chance 
certainly in the moment of, of, of reading the Bible or understanding who Jesus is. Now, um, and, so, and so we have this, this sort of entry level that, that, that says that there is a God. And then as we seek him, and as we come and we start to understand, and particularly in this country where we have access to a Bible and churches, we can then come to understand um, more about Jesus. And of course it's through faith in Jesus and what he did on the cross, through his death and his resurrection, that we come to faith and come to saving faith in Jesus. And that's what saves us. It's belief in the, the finished work of Jesus that we were singing about today, that he came to, to earth, lived a wonderful life, and then died in our place, took our sins, took our, our shame, took everything, and was nailed to the cross with him. And then he died, but then he rose again. And through faith in him, we are saved. We're washed clean. We're given new life in Jesus. And, and that is, is, if you like, the next level of faith. is actually being presented with Jesus, saying, yeah, I trust him, I believe in him, and he saves me. And, uh, and so that is the reward, if you like, the principal reward of coming to God, is having our sins forgiven and having new life in Jesus. And, uh, and if you like, that's the, 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 the sort of fundamental, uh, if you like, of faith in Jesus. <clears throat> and it's because we, uh, we, we see something that's invisible, we are certain of what we do not see, and we come to what we do not see, but believe in him, uh, uh, that we are, we are saved. But what I want you to go on, and just to, just to say, maybe some of you here haven't got to that point of faith in Jesus. And maybe God is even speaking to you today and saying, actually, this is a step he wants you to, to take. And actually, faith is about saying, I'm, I'm going to put aside my own ideas and my own way of living, and I'm going to put my whole trust in Jesus and what he's done. And that is a step of faith. That is what takes us from death to life. Uh, and maybe for you today, this, this is something that, that you're, you know, God's been speaking to you about. And uh, if that's you, then, then today is your opportunity to come to meet Jesus for yourself and to trust him and have your sins forgiven and know him. Uh, and, uh, and if you want to do that, then you can do that right now. You can just ask God or I'm really happy to pray with you at the end and talk that through with you. But the thing about, and, what, and we could speak a lot more on that, but actually what, I, what this, these verses talk about um, more than simply uh, faith in God and saving faith is what happens next. Because the Bible talks about not only believing in Jesus and having faith in him that saves us, but that we live a life that is by faith. Uh, in Corinthians it talks about living by faith. We don't, we, we don't uh, live by sight, we live by faith, or we walk by faith. You see, it's possible for us to get to the point of faith in Jesus, and then we sort of sit down and say, well, that's done. I'm just going to hang on uh, for heaven. You know, one of the wonderful things that the Bible talks about is that we, that we, are, we have a, a destiny. Uh, we're going to be, uh, you know, when, when, when this life is done... Or when Jesus comes back, we are going to be with him forever in glory. 
Uh, and it's a wonderful truth. It's spoken about throughout the Bible. Uh, heaven awaits all those that trust in Jesus. It's for eternity with him. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be wonderful. We, we have no concept of the amazing nature of heaven. We've got little snippets. Um, it's not going to be boring, uh, as sort of some people portray it. It's going to be the most glorious thing, and it's for eternity with Jesus. And that's the, the amazing thing. Uh, and, but what we can do uh, is that we can, we can get saved and we can think, well, I'm just going to hang on now. I'm just going to s- wait here until I get to heaven. Uh, and I'll, I'll, just, uh, you know, I'll just manage to get through it. This life is tricky. Uh, the world's tough. I'm just going to hang on until heaven comes. Um, but actually, that's not what we're here to do. We have a life of faith to live. A life lived by faith, not by sight. And, and, so, and so what we are looking at in, in, with these, these people is how they lived out their faith in God. And how they worked out in their daily lives what it meant to have faith. And, uh, and because God has much for us to experience and know here, and that happens through faith. And, and, and God has an exciting life. There's a song that, that I, I love, uh, uh, that I can't remember what it is now, but it talks about, uh, uh, it's on, it's a, I think it's a, um, a Bethel song, I can't remember. Um, but it, uh, it's my, one of my daughter's favourites. It's about a, 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 a child having an excited life with um, a, a father. That, that you know, and it, it and it's about chasing the Father. I'm chasing you with all my heart. And, it, and it's this, this child, if you like, that is running around uh, and being excited about what God's got for them. And, and it's, and it's, and it's, a, it's a, a really uh, exciting song, if you like. Uh, and it, it gives us this picture of, of a life that is full of joy and amazing things. And... Uh, and I love it because it's, it's what I believe is what God wants for each of us. Is that there is a life of amazing discovery, of amazing uh, provision, amazing joy uh, that, that is for us here before we get to heaven. And we, we, access, we access that by faith. By believing actually that this isn't just, you know, I'm just, I'm just not here just to survive. I'm here to experience the wonders and glories that that God's got for me. So what does it mean for us then to live a life of faith, to live by faith and not by sight? Incidentally, if you read through the book of um, Galatians, and and we've done a few times here, that is addressing one area of where people have come to Christ through faith, but then continued without faith. And uh, what happens there is instead of, <clears throat> they get hold of things they can see. So they, 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 they have faith and then they think, no, no, wait a minute, no, oh, oh, I'm a bit, bit unsure about this. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put into my life things that I can get hold of, that I can see, um, and, uh, and so they start adding to their life legalistic stuff that gives them some sort of security. So they bring in circumcision, they bring in festivals, they bring in uh, a certain way of doing things, they bring in washing of hands, and they bring in this and that and the other. Because stuff they can see, they can get hold of their hands, 
gives them a bit of security because they've lost the fact that their trust is wholly in someone they cannot see. And this is where idols come from. Idols come in because people have lost sight of God and they think, oh, oh, I need something I can see. And so uh, they, they build idols. Oh, phew, I can see this. I can trust this bit of wood. It makes no sense, of course. But actually it's because their eyes of faith have dipped and now they're just trusting in this bit of wood. And the, the, the truth is today that as Christians we can do that. We can start trusting in what we can see. So, providing I've got a job, I'm okay. Providing my bank balance is up here somewhere, I'm okay. I can see that, I'm alright. Providing my house is okay, I've got a house to live in, I can see that, that I'm okay. And, and so we can start, and they become, if we, if we do that, they become the, the, the modern day idols. Providing I've got this, I'm going to be alright. Now, so, so often, <coughs> these things are blessings that God has given us. Our jobs, our, 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 our provisions, our houses, our relationships. They are blessings of God. But they can become the, the things that we see. They can become the idols that keep us strong. So that if ever something happens to them, we get made redundant. Or, 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 or the house, something goes wrong with the house and we, we can't afford it, or our bank balance goes down. Suddenly we, we, we get, oh shit, oh, I can't cope anymore, what's going on? I can't do this. You know, I, I, could, I could get hold of this. The life of faith says, actually, I'm believing and I'm seeing somebody greater that is far above these things that will keep me as I go through them. Now, sometimes God allows these things around us to be shaken to help us to make sure that our own trust is in God. Because in the end, faith is in a person. Faith is in Jesus, is in God. Uh, And it's not in what he's provided for us. It's in him alone. The wonderful thing about worship, uh, it was great this morning, thank you, is that it helps us see the invisible, doesn't it? wonderful where we encounter the living God we couldn't, I didn't physically see God this morning but I sensed him, I felt him and I felt close to him and and actually that doesn't that build your faith, actually he's here and it gives gives us such strength to go into the world saying well it's God, God's here, God's with us you know I sensed him, I knew him I knew his love, I knew him him speaking to me And, and so that's why worship is so important because it helps us get back to that. Actually, no, he's around. We're okay. You know, he's on the throne. He's powerful. He's strong. And I'm going to look to him for everything. Amen. And, and, and if, you know, I've got all these things, but if they go, I'm still going to look to him. Amen. And that's, that's what faith is about. It's getting hold of the certainty that God is here. He loves us. He's for us. He rewards those who seek him. And actually, that's going to be what I trust. That's going to be what I live by. I just want to give some examples uh, from, from my life and from the life of, of, of how faith works in reality. Because it, 
It's so easy for us to move from that place of faith when we come to Christ to, 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 to living by sight. Amen. And, 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 that's, and that limits us. Because if, if we can only do what we can see, if we can only live by what we can uh, you know, count and measure and stuff, we will be very limited. If, 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 I, if I pray for the sick... Um, believing that, that if only I could be a doctor and do the work itself, I, you know, because I can understand that, I can, I, you know, I can do an operation, or then that wouldn't be any, because I'm not. Uh, I'm not a doctor. I, 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 you know, if I, uh, don't come to me if you want an operation, because it won't go well. I can tell you that now. <laughs> I, I can't heal anybody. And if I relied on, on my ability to heal... I would never pray for anybody. So, so I have to look to the, to the healer. I have to look to the one who is able. Who when he was here on earth, healed the sick. And everyone who came to him was touched and healed. So I have to keep looking to him to believe, actually, if I pray for someone, they will be healed. I believe that. Now, it doesn't always happen, but actually, I believe more and more that he will. But I have to keep looking at that for, for those sort of things. When... Um, just going, going back to, to my wife. Uh, when, when she was growing up, she, she, she was in a... She probably shared this with a few people. She had quite a tough upbringing. Um, her her mum was an alcoholic. Her, her parents separated when she was very young. Her grandparents separated uh, when she was a little bit older. So she went through a, a life where everybody around her... Uh, uh, um, Marriages ended in divorce. There was alcoholism. And at a young age, as, as she started to seek after God, before she was a Christian, she got in her mind that her life was not going to be like this. She said she would not become an alcoholic and that she would not have a marriage like that. Now, this was the start, I believe, of faith that grew within her that, that she was able to lay hold of. Uh, now, her, her first reaction was, well, in that case, I, I'm not going to get married. I, I, you know, I'm not going to go through that. When she came to Christ, she changed her attitude and said, no, there was that faith that she had, she now had it in a person, and she was able to say, I'm not going to be an alcoholic, I'm not going to go that route, and I will have a good marriage. Um, uh, because... You know, that's what I'm going to get hold of. I believe for that. I'm going to have that. Um, now, she, we, we got together. I, I had a, a very different upbringing in the sense that I had a model of marriage that was very good uh, for my parents and, uh, and um, family around us. And so I, I went into marriage... I guess it was the same faith, but with an expectation that, that this marriage is a good and it will work. So those two together produced the bedrock of our marriage. Now, it doesn't mean we didn't have difficulties. We did. But the wonderful thing is that when we went through those difficulties in an early stage, there was this level of faith that enabled us to get through it. And said, actually, no, this is, God's got something good for us, and we're going to press on through it. Now, I, I, I realise that, 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 you know, that we have mixed uh, 
uh, you know, amongst us, there are all sorts of experiences, and some some quite painful, where where relationships don't work out. And I don't want to bring any sense of of, uh, of condemnation or anything into there. But what I do say is that you know, particularly if anybody is looking for a partner, look for one that has faith, Amen. faith in 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 a God who will give a. Uh, you know, that has is for marriage, that is for a, uh, you know, because he is, he, he instituted it, he, he, he wanted it. And, and, uh, and so, you know, so we look for all sorts of things in partners. Faith is vital Amen. in the way they live and act. Look for that in their lives so that you can think, actually, that's, that's the bedrock of the, the relationship. Uh, and uh, and, and I, I'm, I'm so grateful that I, you know, God brought me to someone who had such a conviction that we, the marriage was going to work. And uh, and, um, and and you know, thankfully, it doesn't mean we haven't got work to do. It doesn't mean we, you know, it's all plain sailing. But actually, it's the it's the bedrock of of anything. Now. That is true, in, I would say that's true in every single area of our lives. That we need to be looking and seeing what faith level am I uh, using in every area of my life. Um, in, my, in, my, in my work, in my family, in, in my relationships, in, in church. You see, it is possible to, to, not, to, to, to do things... Um, with very little, little faith. Uh, uh, now, when I was first asked to um, lead uh, here many years ago, um, I, 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 can't, I can't say I came into it with a great deal of faith. Um, I could see how a service ran. And so my level of expectation was that, 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 that you know, we started with some songs, uh, someone spoke, and, uh, and then we added tea or coffee at the end, and then we went home. And so my expectation was that provided those things happened, it was a good service. <laughs> if we got through it and no one died, we did well. <laughs> and so, and, and to be honest, that was because that was, that was about all I could manage at the time. I was quite young when I started. Some of you might remember, I don't know. Um, but of course, that's, that's all very well. And, and sadly, some churches run like that. You know, you know oh, oh, we did it. We had, we had some songs, uh, and someone spoke, uh, and then we, we had a nice time together, and we went home. What a good morning. <laughs> and then you think, oh, I, think I think probably God wants a bit more than that. I think, it's, you know, I think, you know, and so, and so through time and through, actually, no, no, you know, I, I used to lead worship occasionally. I wasn't particularly good at it. But even, even then, I came with, I started to grow. I, I'm expecting to meet with God. I don't know what it will look like, you know. Or, or, or when, I, when I speak, uh, actually, it's not simply giving some words. Actually, no, I'm expecting an impact. And that when, you know, when I'm not doing anything... Now, I'm, I'm, I'm believing. Actually, God, you've got something for us this morning. This is going to be a time where, where God's going to meet with us. And, and so, over time, my faith for Sunday mornings grew. And then my faith for small group grew. And, and, and 
And what I'm saying is, this shouldn't simply rest in me and Jamie. We should all come on on a Sunday morning with a high level of faith to believe that we're going to meet with the living God. God's going to speak to us. Or God's going to use me. Uh, and, and actually, if we do that, then amazing things will happen. Or ma- greater things will happen in this place. And so often we can come and, and we say, oh, we go to church because it's a good thing to do. I don't disagree with that. It is a good thing to do. But it is so much more than that. Where two or three are gathered, there am I. Actually, when we wake up on a Sunday morning, oh, God's there. What's going to happen today? And you know, you can ask God, what, 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 what level of faith, what, do you, what are you going to do today? What am I looking for? What am I expecting? What am I, you know, will you heal someone today, God? Oh, oh do, you, do, you want, do you want me to, to pray for someone? I'm, I'm going to pray for someone to be healed today. Or, or you know, I'm, I'm going I'm to hear your voice today, God, and it's going to change the way I'm thinking. I'm believing for that. Or I'm going to be able to speak to someone today and I'm going to be able to encourage them. That is, that is what faith, living by faith, is about. That we come to any situation, we think, God, what are you going to do? I've seen you, God. I know what you're like. I know you're wonderful and glorious. Actually, that's going to affect today. I, um, and I, I'm, I'm growing in this. I'm learning. Um, and I want just to, uh, so, so one thing that I do, um, and, and I know for me, because of my upbringing, I can do stuff because it should be done. Nothing wrong with that, generally speaking. So I will, I in the past have run stuff because that's what you do. You run stuff. Um, uh, and, uh, and, uh, you know, and the most important thing is that, is that you run it. It doesn't matter what, what happens, but, you know, so, you know. Now, that's not a good, good model. And so, whenever I try and think, actually, what, God, what do you want me to do? I'm looking for, what, what, what does God say about it? And what is there to achieve in it? What is, God, what is, what is my level of faith for it? Now, just as an example, I run a, a thing on a, I used to run a kids club. That went really well. I really felt that was right to start. There's all sorts of reasons. And so I've started up a, uh, a club, uh, an after-school club, on a Friday. Um, now, I could say, well, I've got time, there's space, I could do this, yeah, I could get some kids in, we could do some nice things, and then they can go home. Now that, it, actually, I don't think that's really what, what is the right thing to do. Because in that, there is no level of faith. I, I'm doing what I can see. I can see that, I know how to do this. So, uh, but I thought, no, I felt that God wanted me to do it. So I said, okay, God. So this, I, and this is something Jamie's taught us. He says, I wrote God a question. And I said, God, what do you want for these young people? What is it you're after? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Um, so I, I wrote this on a piece of paper. Um, I'll find my question. Yeah, what do you want for these young people? I wrote it down. And then I just wrote... What I believed came into my head. I've used this quite a lot now. It's quite a useful way of, I believe, hearing from God. So, so as I, as I wrote that question down, I then wrote this. I said, so this is what I believe God put to me. He says, so the question is, 
what do you want for these young people? And, it, and the answer was, to know me, to know my love, for them to know I can be trusted, for them to know I'm their everything, <coughs> that their life with me would be better than on their own. That I have power for them, that I know them, and what they are like, and I will lead them. Amen. Now, as soon as that, I'll read that quite a lot. I believe that. <coughs> Does that sound like God's word? Amen. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. So I thought, actually, this is, this is God's heart for these kids. So, a lot of these kids aren't saved. They just turn up on a Friday. There's about 12 of them at the moment. And so, straight away, I've got God's heart for these kids. And so, I'm thinking, oh wow, if that's what God wants for them, alright, okay, I can't see it. Some of these kids, are, you know, some of them come in saying, I've said, well, what do you think about God? Well, does he exist? Oh, oh okay. That's a good starting point, I suppose. Um, uh, so, so, they're all different places. But actually, this is God's heart for them. So I'm believing that this is going to happen. I might only have them for, for 12 months, so I'm, I'm going to structure the evening such that I'm going to talk about my experience. I'm going to talk about how God's met with me. I'm going to teach them how to hear God. I'm going to teach them that God can be known. I, I, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to practice with them hearing from God. Because God's already said that's what he wants. Amen. So actually, this is... So suddenly, what I'm doing is, is, is a response, is, is a faith thing that says, actually, I can't see this now, but I believe God's spoken. I believe that's what God wants, and I'm going to believe it for these kids. And, and so, you know, we're on a journey. Uh, you know, so we've started a, a little sort of exercise of, of hearing from God and stuff, uh, which is fun. Um, and, uh, and we're just going to see where that takes us. But I'm believing that actually at the end of this, they will know God. And the crucial thing is that they will know God at an early age better than I did. That's my heart for them. You know, I, I became a Christian at the age of 13, 14 in a church that didn't really... It was a great church, but didn't, didn't uh, believe in baptism of the Spirit or anything like that. And it wasn't until I was about 22, 23 that I really stuck, when I was baptised in the Holy Spirit, really experienced and understood the love of God for myself. And ever since then, I have wanted and had a heart and believing for young people to know that, that God exists and loves them and is intimate with them at a young age. That's what, that's what I'm believing for. That's what I've got faith for. Uh, not, not, to, not to, because actually that would have been so helpful for me as a, as a teenager. You know, God was gracious and, and, and I did know him, but actually, you know, I, I want that for them. So that as they go through the teenage years, they, they know God, they can experience God for themselves. Uh, as well as, you know, understanding it from the Bible and so on. And so, and so, I, so, get this right, just an example of how I believe God has stirred me from simply, oh, you can just run a meeting, into believing for something greater, something that I can't yet see, but what God has said. I believe this is something that each of us, not simply just the church lead, not simply someone who's involved in, in, in you know, that sort of ministry, this is something that for each of us 
to get hold of in our day-to-day lives. Whether it is serving in the church, whether it is at your workplace, whether it is uh, in your family, and, and to believe that actually God has got something amazing in each of these areas of your life. And that God's going to take you to a different place. Now, maybe God's put something on your heart for, you know, that you, you, you know, I'd love to be able to do this. And yet you can't quite see it and you think, oh, you know, I don't know how that's going to happen. Let your understanding of who God is come and enable that faith in you to grow. Now, sometimes you have to put uh, steps there. So, so for me, I've got, a, you know, I've got a belief for these kids and I put, so I think, you know, so when I when I come on a, on a Friday, I've got a the next step. So I say, okay, God, you want this for them? They're way off this. So, okay, wh- what should I do in that process? What's a, so I might, you know, God might put a, you know an experience I've had, and I might share that with them, or I might just pick a verse from the Bible and talk about it, or you know. So so there's there's some tracks to move on to to move ahead, and maybe God's uh, going to put that for you. But what what? What God has for each of us is a, is a life of experience of him with a level of faith that enables us to see far more than we would see with our own eyes. Amen. And that is for every single person here. And, uh, and to believe that actually God has got something uh, for you in your life that is beyond what you can see. That will bring about an amazing uh, sense of the presence of God and the, and the glory of God and the goodness of God. Um, I was going to. I will Brent, uh, mention this. There was a just on, on when we were down with our, with our friends Dave and Mel. They were telling me about this guy. Um, who's recently died, age of 81. And I was really inspired by his story. They, uh, they were, uh, he, he lived in, in Cornwall. Um, and, um, but he, he was a man of great faith. And uh, he, he was in the war, and he came back from the war, and he was desperately ill. He had pneumonia, and, uh, and he, he was told that he probably didn't have much time to live. He was told he, he couldn't move from where he was, so trying to treat him. Anyway, he was convinced that he needed to get to Cornwall to this particular person who would pray for him and be healed. Um, and uh, eventually, he managed to persuade them to let him go. He went down, was prayed for, and was healed. Uh, and then through his life, he had a number of experiences where God touched his, life, his body and healed him. At the age of about 78, um, he, he had another illness. Uh, it was some internal bleeding, and, and people were saying to him, well, "You've got to go sometime." You know, and and and, and he, he refused to accept that, and he said, um, I, "I'm believing for healing. I know I'm going to have to die at some point. I know everyone does, but why can't I die healthy? Why can't I die healthy?" And I thought, "What an amazing faith!" So, my friend was one who prayed for him. He was healed. He was healed of this internal bleeding. Now, he died in his sleep at the age of 81. I don't know what, but he died healthy. And I thought, actually, that, that, that's 
so good, isn't it? That he was so convinced in the goodness of God that he wasn't going to put up with however old he was, whatever ailments, he wasn't going to put up with it, uh, and he was going to ask God for healing. And, And that really challenged me. I thought, actually, that's right, isn't it? But, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know, we, we, we know, all of us, you know, death is a reality, we will someday die, but actually, I, that's challenged me. I, I'm not going to look at an old person and say, well, so you're going to have that, you're old, that's tough. <laughs> I'm going to say, no, if you've got pain, right, I'm going to pray for that. If you're 90, if you're 100, actually, why not? Why, why can't you, you know... God touch you now. Yes, yeah, one day we, we'll, we'll all go to be with him, that, that's great. You know, but actually, so that challenged me in, in my faith for, for healing. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for everything. I'm not going to dismiss you because you're a little bit older. Not that I was, but you know, you know that was just a, a thinking in my head. Now, I don't know what God's got for you. I don't know what, what God's put on your heart um, for, for where you want to uh, see things happen. But what I believe God is challenging us to do is to think with the eyes of faith. To look at Jesus and say, you're amazing, you're glorious, you're all-powerful, you're here, you're amongst us. Where's my limit? What what is it that you've got for me? What is it that you've got for me? Um, And to let faith be stirred in your heart. Maybe there's something you want to see in your family. Maybe there's something that you're believing for that you've struggled with. Let God now reignite that and say, actually, no, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to believe for this. Maybe it's, it's, a, it's a better job. Maybe you think, no, I, I need a better job. Well, let, the faith, let faith rise in your heart and say, God, I'm believing for this. Maybe it's better accommodation. Believe that maybe you're, 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 you want to serve, maybe you want to do something amongst the young people or in, in the church or, or whatever it is, and, and you want to see an impact. Well, believe for that. Say, actually, God, maybe you want to write a question. What do you want to see in what I do? Maybe in, in the crash, or maybe in junior church, or maybe uh, what do what you what you know? I really found that helpful. God, what do you want for these children? What level do you want them to get to? Actually, then I'm, I'm going to believe for that, and I'm going to work for that, and I'm going to do that. And, uh, and there might be all sorts of different areas in your life that God wants you to, to stir yourself and say, actually, no, I'm not, I'm not just going to look at what I can see, but I'm going to look above, look to God and say, actually, God, I'm believing for that much more. In every area, I believe God has got more for us. God, God's got more for us in worship. God's going to take us further and higher. God's got more for us in uh, uh, on, 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 our, on our small groups. When you come to a small group, what's your level of faith? Oh, yeah. Are you going to go there believing God's going to speak and God's going to act? Mm. Not just because you're leading it, but because you're part of it. Mm. If you believe God that actually you've got a word for someone that's going to encourage them. Mm. It's that, as we go in believing that actually God has got much more for us, so we will see much more. And, uh, and God wants to stir faith in every aspect of our lives. And as we go through this, uh, this, uh, this series, you'll see men and women who have got hold of God, who've seen the invisible God, have seen them by faith, and believed amazing things, and seen them in their lifetime. And, uh, and that's what God wants for us.
to believe for our community. What, what does God want for our community? If maybe God's put something on your heart for this community. And you think, oh, it's far too great. I can't. Well, let, let it come. Let it happen. Let it rest on us. So that actually, by faith, we'll start to see it happen. Yeah. Can we stand together as we uh, just finish? I want to pray for us. Yeah, Father, I just want to. I just want to lift your hands. Yeah, Father, I just ask now, Lord, that you would come to us. Thank you that you have saved us. Thank you, Jesus, that you have revealed yourself to us. That we can see you. We've seen the invisible God through faith. Lord, we've touched you. Lord, even this morning in worship, we've experienced your presence, your glory. Lord, we've encountered you. Thank you that you're so glorious and so wonderful and so powerful. And God, now I just ask that you would come and touch each of us, Lord, in our own lives, Lord God, where we live. Lord, and I pray, God, that you would raise our faith. Lord, maybe there's something specific in each of our lives that we have waned in faith, Lord, that we are struggling with. I pray, God, let us, Lord, let the eye of faith be raised up, Lord, as we see you. And that we may reach for something higher and greater. Lord, in, 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 the, in whatever area of life that it, it might be, whether it's serving you in the church, whether it's in our workplace, whether it's in our family. God, I pray, God, that we would reach for that, believing you for it. Lord, even if we've been disappointed in the past, Lord, help us not let that disappointment get us down. God, to know that actually you still love us, you're still with us, and that you're still glorious. Lord, I pray for, Lord, any disappointments, Lord, just to be taken away, that we may just, with the eye of faith, get hold of what you have for us. Lord Jesus, that we may see greater things. We may see more of your glory, more of your power displayed in this place and in our community. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you.